Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the start of the 16th week after Pentecost. Today we continue our reading of Mark's Gospel, moving into the 13th chapter. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter, beginning this morning at verse 1. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. And Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be, and what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. But this is just the beginning of the birth pains. After teaching publicly in the temple, Jesus now withdraws with his disciples. This chapter of Mark's gospel is addressed to the disciples directly a kind of in-house teaching to answer the question that the disciples, the inner circle of disciples, Peter, James, John, Andrew, have about Jesus' alarming statements as they were leaving Jerusalem about the coming destruction of the temple. This chapter is an apocalypse. That means it is an unveiling, an unveiling of the story of God, human beings, and the world. As we come to this chapter today, it is difficult for us to discern whether Jesus is talking about the end of Jerusalem or the end of the temple or the end of the age. 
or whether there is really any difference between the end of Jerusalem and the temple and the end of the age as far as this chapter of the Bible is concerned, since the fall of Jerusalem and the destruction of the temple will mark, in its own way, the end of an age. Yet as we go along through this chapter, I think we will discover that the purpose of Jesus' teaching here is not to specifically clue us disciples in on what's going to happen in the end, as much as it is to encourage the disciples to persevere in their faith and love for God, their faithfulness to Jesus, and their faithfulness and love to one another. It will be interesting for us to note as we go through this week, too, where Jesus positions his community through all of the ongoing calamity that he describes in this chapter, beginning right here with his warning about false messiahs, Wars and rumors of war, international conflict, famines, and even the shaking of the foundations of the earth. There, in the middle of all this, we find Jesus' people. They are not people going to war, they're not shaking the foundations of the earth, but they are there. They are experiencing and witnessing and seeing everything that is going on. In the same way, in the crisis and the turmoil of the first century, all the way to the crisis and turmoil of the 21st century, Jesus' disciples are there, and the warnings and the teaching and the admonitions are the same. Don't be alarmed. Don't be led astray. These are but the beginning of birth pains. It's a surprising way to refer to all kinds of trouble in the world, as if the whole creation is about to give birth to something something new. Think of all the emotions that we feel on the edge of a new birth, the fear, the pain, the excitement, and the hope, and think of the strength that we will need to see it all the way to the end. So here we are on the edge of a new birth and in the middle of all this turmoil, and Jesus says, take heart, don't be alarmed. We are Jesus's people, and we will learn how God will preserve and keep us through all that is to come tomorrow. So we shouldn't be at all surprised that we are being asked today to live in witness and faithfulness to Christ in the current crisis that we find ourselves, because that has always been the call of Christ's church from the beginning. Just listen to how the Master prepares us to meet and respond to all that is yet to come. Listen to how he teaches us to read the world and tell the story of all that God has done and will yet do. In Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. For the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we truly thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially today we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for our church council meeting tonight, for people who live in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, and for all who are working to bring to them peace and to bring international harmony, for those who are working to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land that in this current time in turmoil it might be strengthened in its faith and in its love, so that it might bear witness to your light and your life. For what else or for who else are we praying this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness, be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good, render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God, and thank you for bearing with me through a terrible sneeze this morning. Amen. Um,